Dear human, dear soul, I welcome you to my podcast series, Conversations with the Universe. Since a near-death experience, I have the gift to communicate with subtle levels of the cosmos. The knowledge from these for us invisible forms of energy I capture in my books and it is now a great pleasure for me to share this knowledge, these conversations with you as a supplement to the books. Please excuse me if the terms and articulations are not perfect. Our mother tongue is German, but we try to translate it to the best of our abilities. Thank you. Dear King Salomon, today let us please talk about the subject of communication and choice of words. Please tell me what you would like to say about this. A word creates a world. As the voice is the tool of the body, so is the word the tool of the spirit in the cosmos. Understand the power of these two components and realize how important it is to formulate your words in respect and in love. You have experienced the power of words in the cosmos. Please pass on this experience to the people. Okay, let me try. During a ritual with a friend who needed help contacting her deceased mother, I experienced a change of my perception during this ritual, so that I could no longer feel my body, but still work with it by forming the words. Mm -hmm. This is, in principle, a process I'm going through all the time, for instance, just now. But in this ritual, my perception was very refined. In the end, I no longer experience myself as Sylvia, but as a being that through the energy of the spirit via the language created certain energies through my voice. I had the feeling that these energies were bundled together in the shape of the words and that they then left my etheric body or whatever you want to call it and continued to exist in the cosmos. As if I was giving birth to something through my mouth. Mm -hmm. This experience was so intense that I never will forget it. And ever since then I have been very conscious of the meaning of every single word in the same way that I am conscious of the importance of every breath that I take. If I could, I would give this experience to every human being because It is almost impossible to describe in words that is that I'm able to say on the subject right now. Exactly. It is thus that all of your words are operating in the cosmos. The only difference in the energy that gives life to these little beings, as you call them, in the cosmos, is your consciousness. The way in which you imbue your individual words with consciousness and speak them determines their energy in the cosmos. Okay, but this could be taken to mean that somebody who shouts emits a stronger energy than somebody who says something in a very low, low voice. And I know very well that this is not what you mean. Absolutely. Thank you for your question, Sylvia. Because, naturally, 
it is not the powerful, intense voicing of the word, but it is the intention and the consciousness behind it. You can imagine this like the purity of crystals, which emit stronger energies when they are pure, and are less strong when they are less pure. The substance, or the chemical element of the raw material, in this case the chemical element of consciousness, is essential to the degree of power that the formulated intentions behind the word emit. Okay, exactly. That means that you can, with lots and lots of awareness, responsibility, respect and love, intone words relatively quietly, which then have a far more powerful effect in the cosmos than, let's say, aggressive, loud, unconscious, mm. shouting, stupid and many words. Absolutely. This is exactly the case. Mm. The efficiency is determined by your consciousness, by your awareness. Understand. I would like to go a little further and talk about the subject of communication in general. I can't help but nothing, no, but noticing <laughs> that communication, as well as keeping the overview, as well as order, are and can be two very important keys in the life of a human being. What is your view with regard to the subject of communication? Less communication than order in your life. But both affect the movement of the human spirit. But to answer your question more precisely, communication is a very important key. But here also it is essential to treat the people with awareness, respect, love and friendliness. It's not very useful to approach people with powerful, aggressive words because you will chase them away like that. Mm. You will be far more successful if you approach people and communicate with them with awareness, interest, foresight, respect and love. The power of perception of the other's resonance will react to this degree of mindfulness in you. Observe. If you approach another person, ask him questions. Communicate with him intensely and with interest. You will receive other resonances than if you were talking to this person with sparse words and little interest. So, even here, it is the chemical element of consciousness that directs your words, and it is the words that create resonances. Mm, I understand. So we should approach the other mindfully when we talk to them. Absolutely. I would like to know, <coughs> we have on this planet a lot of people, or let's say some people will talk a lot. I mean, communicate and formulate words and sit in very important positions. I mean here, politics. I feel that these people are nothing but calculating, but they exercise, exercise great power through their words and deeds. Please help me understand how it is possible that one person only ever talks in terms of ego power, mm. while other, another person who may formulate his words 
much more mindfully has much smaller audience. Hmm. You should not be interested in the mass, the amounts, but the resonances, Sylvia. Isn't it much more beautiful and important when a single person is able to help others through his actions than when a multitude of people was unable to help anybody through their actions? Yes, of course, but I find it unbelievable that it is even possible. It is possible, because the people need religious father figures, either in politics or in religion, as you call it. I have asked you this question before, I think, but why do they need all of this brouhaha? <laughs> Because they try to compensate for their soul's lack of stability. Ah. If there is the one that leads them, they do not have to lead themselves. If there is the one that directs them, they do not have to think for themselves. Wise people recognize the useless and contaminating nature of the systems and follow different beliefs. Hmm, but what about when a person talks and talks and talks all his life <laughs> and the upshot of his words is just rubbish? I'm thinking here of all the politicians. Most of them never raise a finger. Hardly any of them create anything. Nobody is creative. So few of them leave anything of value on this planet. What is happening there? Nothing. It's a life in sleep mode, <laughs> as you would say. And what about the resonance of such an existence full of empty words? The responsibility is what binds them. You have learned this already. Yes. <laughs> Look, these people are then bound to the energy created by the suffering of their people. Oh my God, good luck. And they have to bring them back into balance. Quite simply. Yes, you're right. Okay, well, can you tell me anything about the subject of politics? Surely you had certain structures in your day, didn't you? Yes, but different ones. We had the one who made the decisions, but he had many advisors. And through the teachers of these advisors, he was usually much further developed in his sense of responsibility than you are. But this, of course, has been lost in the passage of time. I for one looked up to my parents, as well as their parents, as role models. I appreciated them very much, and I thought them very wise. They were all very wise. Oh, oh. well, this is completely different now. <laughs> What is your own take on our form of leading people? What <coughs> would you advise? <coughs> hmm. Fewer people are easier to lead than such multitudes that you now have on planet Earth. In my day, there were far, far fewer people. Mm. I'm not sure whether our model would be ap applicable to yours. 
Maybe it's just a matter of the right choice. I, for one, do not like the fact that people who have no spiritual mm. background are given such responsibility. Yes, I agree with you. This is an important starting point. Change it, Sylvia. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm not. I, I, I cannot change this. I'm sorry, but I have other tasks. <laughs> but we have digressed a little. So coming back, communication and choice of words. <laughs> have you anything else that you would like to add to this? Yes, a few words. Well, then, please speak. <laughs> If people would communicate more lovingly and more respectfully, they would lose much less soul energy. Words are like weapons. Sensitive souls can experience words as a very real threat. People then become more and more frightened. And that is a sign of loss of soul energy. So. Finally, I would like to appeal to you, all of you who listen to this, to be even more aware of the responsibility that goes along with your choice of words. Words are living beings that spring from cosmic energy. You form them with letters, but most of all with your consciousness behind your words. If you speak mindless words, you can cause much suffering and you will have to balance that. So become even more conscious of your responsibility in this point and embody the divine in you in each and every moment. Wow, wonderful, important words. Thank you very much for this love. Thank you, Sylvia. Love. Mm -hmm.